Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to Conversations with Calvin We the Species. Uh, uh, chronologically, it's uh, a couple days away from Halloween. And, and I'm with Gina Perrin. We've been talking for uh, a long time before we went on air. And, and uh, uh, first of all, the title of this uh, interview, uh, Gina Perrin is an executive lifestyle coach, intuitive eating, mindfulness, negativity detox. Uh, uh, and as she says, there's so much more to wellness than just physical, there's mental and there's spiritual. And and I, I jump on I jump on all of that because uh, it's so true. I live it. Uh, it's part of my life. The stuff that, and that was the that was the the thread that when I saw Gina and she saw me and I saw the things she does, uh, I, I said, "Well, this is a wow," uh, because it it's so. We were talking about that. It's so important the the fact that she's a health and wellness coach. And it really works. I'm a poster boy for that. And, and you know, as I approach 80, I'm functioning at, at such a high level. Uh, and this thing up here works at such a high level uh, when I'm supposed to be sitting on the front porch drinking prune juice on the rocks uh, and counting the days and the birds in the sky. Uh, but it doesn't let me. So it, the reason for that is... Uh, uh, in a small way, I was my own health and wellness coach, but uh, uh, but Gina's package, Gina's uh, method, her 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 website, everything about her is as a health and 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 wellness coach. I mean, it's so important. It's like you want to shake somebody, do this because it really works. And like I said, I'm a poster boy. It does really work. But it's a life commitment. It's a journey. The sooner you start it, the better you are. So uh, we just talked for a long time. And, and then I found out this jarring bit of commonality. She's a Jersey girl. Wow. I mean, she's down in L.A. now, but I, I didn't um, I didn't know that. So that just makes it all the better. And I'm done with the monologue. And, and I am so thrilled, Gina, to um, introduce you and and we can plunge into some really important stuff. So take it away, a little bio, and let's go. Well, first of all, hi, Calvin. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's been great talking to you the last half hour or so, getting to know you. Um, I am from New Jersey and Pennsylvania. I grew up between the two states, so I certainly love talking to, to people from back there. Um, I am currently out in Los Angeles, as, as you mentioned. I have been here for about eight years now. And um, as you said, I am a health and wellness um, executive lifestyle coach, basically. I help uh, men and women, usually over the age of 40, uh, because I am in that category and beyond. And, uh, you know, when we get to a, it's funny, when we hit that that 40s mark, uh, you know, the, the rest of our lives become even more important, keeping our health and wellness as you mentioned, becomes a lot more important so that we uh, stay sharper longer and healthier longer. Perfect. Um, so let's plunge in. The, uh, you know, I, I looked at the topics and, and it's so, what we're going to talk about, it's just so essential stuff. 
So uh, the first broad topic uh, uh, that you can plunge into is creating uh, healthy habits. What's mm -hmm. that about? Creating healthy habits, so important. So these are, um, when I talk about healthy habits, I'm talking about daily habits, your everyday daily habits um, from your daily routine in the morning up until, you know, your daily routine at night and, and you're sleeping, all of that, all of those little daily habits add up. Um, one of my favorite authors, uh, Darren Hardy, talks about the compound effect and it's absolutely true. It's all the little things that you do each and every day that have a compounding effect on your life. So when I talk about habits, I'm talking about the, the very down to the simplest of habits every day. Think about, you know, just brushing your teeth every day. That's a daily habit. Um, flossing every day. It's a daily habit that contributes to your health. So when you take a whole bunch of those, it, it adds up pretty quickly. Funny, you you just said uh, you you just closed that segment um, with the oral hygiene, the flossing, mm -hmm. and and uh, and I, I talk to my dentist and periodontist all the time about this stuff. But they've linked now uh, gum disease and bad teeth and all that stuff to cardiovascular disease, and now they're linking it to. Uh, dementia and and problems with the brain by not having good oral hygiene and you know as sophisticated we are as a species mm -hmm. uh we think we know it all we don't know it all and there's so many questions left unanswered but they're linking now the habit of oral hygiene which you just said to really overall health interesting stuff mm -hmm. so next uh, we spend a, a bunch of time talking about mindfulness and, and mindset. What is that? What does that entail? Yeah. So, you know, when I was younger, I just went through life every day without really thinking much about other than what, what I was going to do. The, the next thing I was going to do, either head to work or, um, you know, head to the gym but didn't give any other thoughts into it. Never took a minute to sit back and take a breath. So mindfulness is, it, it can be about anything, right? So when you sit down to eat, if you like to pray before you eat, you're being mindful before you're taking in food into your body, right? That's being mindful. Taking a minute before I go into a meeting, just like um, before I joined the podcast this morning with you, I took a minute to sit down at my desk you know, for me, say a little uh, prayer to the to the universe that I can uh, spread my message, just being mindful in the moment ahead of time before I jumped into this as opposed to just jumping right into it without giving it much thought. So it's really about just taking a minute, being mindful about the situation that you're either going to go into. And that can be anything from a conversation with your spouse. You know, you're going to sit down and have a conversation you know, take a minute to yourself ahead of time to uh, gather your thoughts, some things you want to say, how you want to come across. Um, and you can go into all those situations with a completely different mindset, completely different mindset. And so again, it's just being mindful of all the situations that you're heading into. It, like I said, right down to eating. 
being mindful of, you know, what you want to put in your body and take, right. And taking, and even just taking 30 seconds, if you're not somebody who likes to pray, that's fine. Um, but you're about to eat a meal, just, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to enjoy my food. I'm going to chew it. I'm going to be grateful that I have food in front of me. You said, you said, uh, we, we, when we chatted before, uh, uh, you know, health and wellness, it's made up of physical, mental, spiritual things. Mm -hmm. Then you you said something really that resonated with me. You talk about the importance of gratitude. Yes. Um, and and in my own small and and I just read, I mentioned this to you too. I, I just read last week that you can actually manipulate your genes if mm-hmm. if you you know a gratitude a positivity and mm-hmm. all these things. If you're if you're swimming in gratitude and you're swimming in, in positivity, somehow you can manipulate your genes and and maybe ward off some bad stuff. Which is what, and the gratitude thing you said really resonated with me. Um, they are actually finding that gratitude changes your brain chemistry. It actually changes your brain chemistry. Yeah. I can tell you without a doubt that years ago, my younger self, uh, I would have told you that I was uh, grateful for my life. I was great. I was grateful. And my absolutely was not living in gratitude. I mean, that looks completely different to me today. You know, living in gratitude, practicing gratitude is, again, it's a daily habit. It is an absolute daily habit. And it will change the way you think. It will change your perception of the world the world around you. Um, you know, starting off each day, listing off a few things that you are grateful for before you head out into the world will change your life. If you try it in 30 days, try it for 30 days. You know, I have um, you know, my clients that don't like to write. I say, write one thing that you are grateful for in a yellow sticky note and put it on your bathroom mirror every single morning. You have to look at it when you come back to brush your teeth at night. You know, <laughs> write, write one thing down. Try that for 30 days. You'll start to feel a difference. You'll start to feel a difference. Living in gratitude, practicing gratitude each and every day. Um, if done, as a as a habit, just like you do brushing your teeth, will change the way you think, and it'll change the way you feel. Can change your life. Yep, I, I do that. I personally, without before I met you, I do this gratitude thing several mm-hmm. times a day, um, mm-hmm. spiritually, um, and um, it works. It, it it works. It's part of my constitution. Uh, moving along, uh, next broad topic, uh, uh, which is so important, uh, reducing stress. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is huge, right? Yeah. Uh, we live in a very stressful world, very fast moving world. So, but there are plenty of things that we can do personally to minimize our stress. And I know this is a topic we're going to get into, uh, but I want to I want to get into it kind of now because it really plays a big role in stress, and that has to do with sleep. And that is something that you know you can take hold of and be responsible for, because when you are well rested, 
you are much less stressed during the day. Also your morning habits, your morning, your everyday morning habits, how you start the day will determine your stress level right out the gate. Now, of course, things can happen during the day, unforeseen, you know, something bad, we get some bad news or whatever, where stress is going to come in. But for the most part, right, how we start that day, if you think about, if you think about you, you only got, you know, four to five hours of sleep, you went to bed late, and now you're woken up by an alarm and you're jarred out of bed. And that's how your day is starting. Your day is your body and your mind is literally starting in a stress state. So I like to get ahead of anything, everything that I that I possibly can. Um, again, there's unforeseen stressors, but a lot of stress if we just if we took the time to plan some things ahead of time, we can reduce a lot of that stress all on our own. We really can because we are responsible for for a lot of it, for for most of it. Um, sleeping, eating. Um, you and I both know that when you're eating clean and you're you're in a healthier weight, you're feeling good about yourself, your stress levels are lower. Stress comes from a lot of different areas in our life. So we start with the ones that we can really control um, or at least have some you know input. We can we can change our habits. I don't like to use the word control, but the ones that we can really, um, take ownership in the ones that we can, that um, we are responsible for and nobody else is responsible for them. And that can really, really, really help reduce our stress. And then going back to, again, this is all tied. Everything, everything is tied. They're all tied together. If you're also then practicing gratitude every day and you're living in that gratitude, you know, being grateful for a conversation you're about to go into or a meeting you're about to go into and taking that second Again, it lowers your stress levels. It calms your nervous system down. And then again, like I said, it's all connected. It's all connected. You all connected. Uh, you hinted uh, about sleep. And and uh, 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 sleep hygiene, if you wanted to make a few comments. I, I don't think too many people who are earthbound uh, have a clue about how important sleep really is. It, 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 it's a physical removal of your brain of stuff in the brain that it doesn't need. And that's what happens, you know, going to sleep. So uh, some comments on sleep hygiene. I, this is one of my favorite subjects that I'm very passionate about. Um, I will actually be interviewing a uh, sleep expert sometime in the near future coming up. And I'm really excited about that to see, you know, what else I don't know about it. Um, there is more and more studies that come out how important sleep is. What most people don't think about is they think, oh, we just lay down and go to sleep. You know, we have to rest and we get up and, and we go. What our bodies and our brain is doing when we sleep is very, very important. I think the, the more we understand about that, then you understand the importance of it. And maybe we'll make it a much more up there on the importance list in your life. Okay. Your, your brain, as you, you talked about, uh, Calvin, um, literally processes all the information that you had taken in during that day. It dumps out what it doesn't need. Um, your body's going into repair mode, recovery, super, super important. So the first thing I say is for 
everyone look at your sleep environment. First, look at your environment. That's the easiest thing to change up front. Um, is your room dark enough? You know, do you need to get some blackout curtains? How comfortable is your bed? You know, I always say, think about the best night's sleep you had. It's at your favorite hotel. Why was it so great? Was it the sheets? Was it the pillows? What is not comfortable in your room? Change it. Those are easy fixes, right? Um, light, making sure there's no blue light, um, not having that cell phone next to the bed, changing your environment first. Okay. And then, you know, looking at what makes you, you know, most comfortable. Most people wake up in the middle of the night because they get hot or they're bothered by their, their partner's tossing and turning and covers are pulled off of them. Right. So I even have couples that, you know, even though they're sharing the same bed, they each have their own top sheet and their own blanket so that they're not disturbing their other right when their partner's rolling over and it's not taking off their covers and, and they're waking up limiting, um, limiting liquids a couple hours before bed is really big to, um, to, you know, alleviate getting up multiple times a night, maybe to use the restroom and temperature, you know, most, um, people, if you're sleeping with someone and I am a perfect example of this, uh, my partner absolutely just loves the temperature in the room, the way it is. I run very hot. I'm running a lot warmer and I want it to be colder. So I sleep with a, now a pad, a chili pad underneath my side of the bed only that actually allows me to adjust the temperature. And so when I have found my perfect temperature to sleep with, which is, you know, around 60 degrees, um, right. Cold. Cold. It's underneath the sheets and I have my, my covers, but that has literally kept me from getting up multiple times a night. So environment is very, 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 very important. And then, um, establishing a night routine, just like um, you would establish a morning routine. So what a night routine can look like is, you know, start unwinding a couple hours, maybe two hours before bed, especially one hour before bed, you know, limiting electronics. Maybe that's a time to, to physically read um, some books, limiting uh, liquids, like I said, to stop from getting up um, so much in the middle of the night making sleep a priority is going to lower the stress in your life immediately. And these are one of those, these are one of those habits that you don't have to wait weeks or months to see the results. I I mean, it's instant, Instant. you know, in in a world where we're all like, you know, we want everything to be so instant. This is the very first thing you can do that within days you're like, Oh my goodness, I feel I feel amazing. Make adjustments until you find exactly what works for you. And again, consider that partner. If you are sleeping with somebody, consider that partner. Um, I always say, you know, if you don't want to make any changes right now, just take note over the next night or two, what is waking you up? What is uncomfortable? Just make a note of it. And then um, after a couple of days, start making those, start making those adjustments. Great. That was great. Um, Off topic, Mm -hmm. I I alluded to this. I always like to ask this. It kind of breaks up. Um, So here's the question, and you actually don't have to answer it. uh, uh, 
but it's an it's a, it's a bit provocative, whatever. Uh, so here it goes: excluding family or friends, uh, somebody living or dead, you'd like to spend a day with. Mm. Excluding family and friends. Yeah, but you you don't have to. Uh, you can uh, you can put an X through that. Just I'll revise it. Um, I have my reasons. I'll revise it. Somebody living and dead you like to spend a day with. Um, well, so if family members are included in there, I would love to spend uh, the day with my brother, David, um, who is no longer with us. So he has passed and um, it's been it's been 12 years and a lot has changed. A lot has changed in my life in those 12 years. So I'd love to spend the day with him and just catch him up and 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 see, you know, <laughs> what he's been up to and, and all that. I if if I could do that, that would just be um that would be amazing. Yeah. And that's why I changed the because yeah. I kind of knew. Um yeah. yeah. I knew. So great answer. Um okay, back to work. Um yeah. what is the notion of, of self-care? Define that. Hmm. That is a, okay. Self-care can be anything from taking a shower to talking to somebody if you're having um, something going on emotionally, right? Or mentally, mentally going to talk to somebody. Self-care comes in all types of forms, big and small big and small, uh, who you spend your time with, who your, who your inner circle is, you know, the five closest people to you, whether they're negative or positive, that's self-care, you know, removing yourself, being aware of, uh, what you need to be, to be happy and to be healthy in your own mind and body that to me embodies self-care every, every bit of it is self-care. Um, so that's a, I, I don't know what the actual definition is. I would have to, right. I would have to actually look it up. I don't know if you have that in front of you, Calvin. No, I don't, but, uh... but to, yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's everything. It's when I have to, if I have to take, uh, I have to take a couple minutes to just hang out with my dogs to, to be centered again, that's self-care, right? Reading a book, self-care. But like I said, it it comes in in all different forms, big and small. And I encourage people to do that every single day, what, however that looks for you. You know, I, as I throughout the the topic self care and listening to you, uh, a, a light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a big, and I didn't know it, it fell under the the banner of self care, but. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of being your own uh, advocate mm-hmm. and your own health practitioner because we live in a crazy world that uh, nobody can possibly um, uh, give you all that you need. So you need to do it yourself. Um, I, I just saw a practitioner this morning uh, and and I had a procedure done at a hospital Um four or five weeks ago and the hospital forgot to give me discharge papers with instructions Mm -hmm. 
So I knew nothing on what to expect and what to do. Uh, so, quote, self-care, I went online and read a bunch of abstracts and learned all about the procedure that I had done and what to expect. So that's self-care. hundred uh, percent. Yep. Yes. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I take some medicines and uh, I, I study up on the conditions and, and I actually self-care when it comes time when I'm with practitioners. Um, you know, I might say, do you think? I don't say uh, I want to do this, but I give them the power. Do you think I might should be taking this in this dosage? Do you think that's wise? And a lot of times I say, yeah, it's a pretty good idea, Calvin. Sure. So it, it's self-care, which you just said, Gina. Uh, uh, the self-care uh, is, is uh, you think you're going to a doctor, but, you know, everybody needs help. And you need to know mm -hmm. you need to have that self-care element. That's what I'm saying in, in my world. And I could talk about that for a long time, too. Yeah. Um, Next on my little list, uh, uh, I don't know a lot about this, um, but uh, the notion of motivation hacks. So, what is that? In motivation your hacks. Picture. Yeah. yeah. So, motivation, um, you know, sometimes we feel super motivated to do something, and, and other times we just don't. Now let's, let's just take physical exercise uh, for an example. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's days I don't feel like working out. I absolutely don't feel like working out. Um, and, and I'd love to work out, but either I waited too long in the day, whatever it is, what, what, whatever it is, but I don't feel like doing it. I push myself to do it anyway. Right. Um, my motivational hack for that is I'll go back and I journal a little bit every morning, right? So I write out what my intentions are for the day and my whys, right? So I go back and look at that. Okay, these are my whys. I'm going to feel worse if I don't do it. That That is my motivation to go ahead and do that. Um, for some people, it's it's um, their why. Some people, yeah, the why is forced uh, into them meaning they got a diagnosis from the doctor or they're told they have to lose weight or this is going to happen, right? It's pushed on them. It's still a mo motivation, right? Motivation to be around for your family. So motivation, um, again, it comes and goes. Motivation also wanes as the day goes on. So I always tell my clients that you have the highest motivation in the morning, right? And as the day goes on, we've had to make a lot of decisions. Our brain power is starting to get used up. Think about like battery life just starts to go down, right? So, right, so our motivation in turn goes down. Um, so if it's something that's really important to you, it's knowing ahead of time, my motivation is not going to be up there at the end of the day. I'm going to hit this first thing in the morning. Um and those are some of those that, you know, sometimes just being aware of it, just being aware of those things, knowing when your motivation is going to get lower, you know, that's a hack. That's, that's so a tool. It's a tool. So yeah, another, another word for hack would be a tool, right? Your motivational tools, you knowing yourself 
and what you tend to do. That's why knowing, knowing yourself and your own habits is really important when you go to start something new. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you, there's no way I'm going to work out after five o'clock at night. There's no way I'm thinking about dinner and I do not want to be working out at night. I know that about myself, right? So my motivation is to get it done earlier in the day. Um, Motivational tools. Yep. It's funny. I, I, uh, yesterday, uh, I, I just got over COVID a, a couple of weeks ago, long story. And, and I, I have some, uh, lasting the fatigue I mean, you know sometimes people get really fatigued so I, I got up yesterday my wife uh uh was there with my granddaughter and they were hanging out and, and i said i gotta hit the bike you know i don't want to do this i gotta hit the bike and, and get the blood flowing so mm-hmm. the motivational hack was i just gotta do it because when you do it and you get off the bike man do you feel great Oh yeah, did it, and it it the uh, maybe it's endorphin. Uh, it probably is. You know mm-hmm. the endorphins after I jump off the bike. I mean that that kind of sustained me all day long. I mean uh, the fact that I did something that I didn't want to do, I wasn't in the mood to do, but that motivational hack to do it, and how great. And I knew I was going to feel great when I got off because there were so many things that were keeping me from do it. And I had to fight those demons, whatever the hell they are. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, uh, interesting. Um, you you uh, you have something called functional fitness. Uh, I, please define that too. Yeah. What is that? Well, in twenty twenty, so in twenty twenty, obviously everything had had closed down. And I had, um, up until that point had been a big gym goer, uh, my whole life. I I taught in big box gyms and, um, and worked out in gyms myself. And when we lost all that, when everything closed, still wanted to move, still wanted to work out. I found that, um, using my own body weight was really, really helpful for me at home um, move, it's moving your body in the way that it's supposed to move. So that's what functional fitness is, right? Um, using a lot of my own body weights, um, uh, body bands, those kind of things, uh, just to keep the body again, moving the way that it's meant to be so that when you go out and you play some sports or you do something different, you don't injure yourself. That is in a nutshell, what functional fitness is. You're just being smart. And and it's not, it's, I Mm -hmm. guess it's, if you've never lifted weights, not to go and try to pick up, you know, a hundred pound. Correct. Right. Right. Doing it smart. Um, Correct. Okay. Next uh, topic, uh, Mediterranean diet. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're going to talk about that. And as you know, I, I, I don't know if I've been on a Mediterranean diet since 1975, but I haven't had any um, red meat since 1975. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did something else. Uh, I, I had gained, uh, like the rest of the world during a pandemic, I had gained a bunch of weight. 
So somewhere along the line, I saw something about intermittent fasting, and 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 this is off topic, but uh, uh, I, I saw you know intermittent fasting. I said, well, maybe I ought to do this, uh, uh, and I developed my own little thing that worked for me. Uh, uh, and if I had a mentor like you, you might have suggested that. But I, I, you know, I was alone, and and I said, well, I'll do this intermittent fasting. So it's been in uh, over a year, and, and I've lost fifty pounds. Wow! So wow! Yeah, that is a wow. <laughs> uh, it is a wow. Um, and and I actually I have to turn it off because it, it becomes a way of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get up in the morning and I have a half a yogurt. That's thirty calories right there. Uh, a cup of coffee. Uh, I know some of the flavonoids in coffee are healthy, and actually I throw some cacao. Uh, cocoa, cacao, whatever it's called, because there's a lot of powerful uh, flavonoids in that. So I have coffee and, and like hot chocolate all thrown at the one. And I have a slice of cheese at two o'clock and, and then, you know, kind of a dinner. Uh, uh, and now um, uh, I have to push myself to even do that. So I, I almost worry uh, I, my whole appetite, but it's great. I mean, I'm at, uh, I'm at a weight now that I haven't been on in 40 years. That's excellent. So talk about the Mediterranean, because you hear so much about mm-hmm. Mediterranean diet and dare, all these things. So what about the Mediterranean diet? Okay. Um, well, so when we say diet, this isn't like a, you know, weight loss diet. It's it's more of a, a lifestyle, you know, that the people along, you know, the Mediterranean, it's, it's how they eat. It is the diet that I follow most closely myself. Um, very little in red meats, a lot of, a lot of fish, right? Uh, lentils and nuts, really healthy nuts for you. Good fats, cheeses, uh, very colorful plates. You know, it's nice and easy to, to make, um, which is, which is wonderful, but their diet is the best diet for your heart and your brain, which Obviously, we need those two things to to function optimally. And especially as we get older, um, that's why I love this diet so, so much. Um, Again, you know, a lot of grains and think um, like the good fats. When we talk about good fats, think avocados, you know, avocados. Um, And I also I also like to to eat what is in season. So very much seasonal, uh, which is really great. Uh, it's very, very fresh again, very low on the red meats. I tell my clients to, um, and this is what I do when I had to the grocery food store shop, the perimeter, stick to the perimeter of the store. This is where you're going to, you're going to be your, your safest, right? Most of the things that are down the aisles are packaged box can not all of it's bad for you, but again, we want to stick to as fresh as possible in the Mediterranean diet. Um, is all very, very fresh. You know, one glass of wine, if they have a glass of wine, uh, red uh, eating is very social there. So it's more of a, you know, a social, social eating. Um, I feel the best on that diet again with, um, you know, not farm fished, fresh Atlantic's fish or whatever, whatever fish that you're getting and eating, eating in your season. Again, very number one, voted number one for a heart healthy diet. 
which is, you know, really important as we get older. You talked about your arteries being completely clear, which is amazing. That's what that's what we want. And again, what's good for your heart is good for your brain. And it's good for us over overall. Correct. Uh, like you said, I'm a poster boy for that. Uh and and I I I it's funny, I I I looked a little further into it. Um it's funny, you you talked about nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and 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 uh I'm not giving a commercial uh here, but I, I found this thing nuts.com. Um it's called yeah. nuts.com. I saw okay. it on TV and, and then I went to the website uh and I ordered cacao powder, you know, cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. And and I ordered uh, because I read that walnuts, no no salt, just plain walnuts, very healthy. There's some fat in there that you talked about. Uh so I, I ordered that and, and a couple of times a day, I'll just eat a couple of walnuts. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly how, um, how I eat them too. Walnuts and almonds, you know, great, great source of protein, super good for you. Um, people tend to shy away from it because they think it's just very like fattening if they're trying to lose weight. Again, it's everything in, in moderation and just putting healthy, fresh foods into your body and, and nuts are definitely high up on that list of very, very good for you. Again, it can be just a, a satisfying snack, just taking a little handful. Yeah. Well, we think alike. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's that Jersey thing, you know. Uh, we do think alike. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do think alike. The, the last thing we we touched on, I touched on it briefly, uh, but the whole institution of weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, do you have suggestions? Part of the weight loss thing is the Mediterranean diet. Um, yes, of course. So let me be clear. Do I have suggestions on how to get started? Or, yeah, on how to get started? Yeah. Certainly. Well, first of all, have a goal in mind, right? What is, what is your goal? What is your why? Um, always eat breakfast. Make sure you're eating a high-protein breakfast. That's the first, first thing in the day, right? You need your fuel to, to get going. Um, plenty of sleep. If you do not get enough sleep, um, it will uh, hinder you losing weight for sure. Limit alcohol or no alcohol. It's just empty calories for, for a weight loss journey. You know, um, there's plenty of free resources online. Uh, hire a coach. Hire a coach. Again, um, if you don't, if you're not ready to hire a coach or do any of that, remember when you head to the grocery food store, stick to the perimeter, stick to the perimeter, stay to the perimeter, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and your plate, you know, think about your plate of food when you have a plate of food, right? You want half of it to be filled with vegetables. So half of vegetables, just a quarter of your of your carbs. And, um, and then of course, uh, a protein and, and try to stick within the season of your foods. So sleep a lot, get lots of sleep, eat a good high protein breakfast. And especially if you're just starting out, um, I always tell my clients to write down everything that you're eating, everything that you're eating in a day. Um, you're not doing that forever. That may seem, seem daunting at first but just track what you're consuming because we tend to uh, consume. We're consuming more than we actually think when we write it down. 
And another really easy hack, and this is, I, I love this hack, don't drink your calories. Don't drink your calories. Please don't drink your calories. And I mean, that's that goes for sodas and sugary drinks and um, and alcohol, like I mentioned, and, and coffee, coffee's nothing, right? Coffee's really good for you. But then people tend to put 100 calories, 200 calories, whatever it is, and these mochas and, and the creamers and the look at what you're drinking. Because uh, I can guarantee you that that a lot of my clients, literally, I can cut 200 calories out of their diet every day, just on what they're drinking. Wow. And it adds up. It adds up. That's that compound effect. It adds up very, very quickly. So just taking a good, a good stock at what you're consuming and then, and start small, start small. It all makes a difference. Great stuff. I, I love this. Let's start small. Start you know, small. Just, just start small. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Uh, when I went on my intermittent fasting, uh, part of that, uh, I was never much of a drinker anyway. Um, mm -hmm. I just never was. Uh, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever consumed hard liquor. I, I just don't like it. But you know, wine and. But when I started my intermittent fasting, I said no more alcohol because what you just said, you know, it's wasted. Mm -hmm. So I haven't had yeah. I haven't had any alcohol in my body in, in at least a year. Amazing. And, Amazing. Yeah, and um, it's fine. It's yeah, and there's there's so many hacks with 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 liquid. I mean, I, I get Gina. Well, I don't like water; it's boring. Great. Do you like strawberries? Yeah, great. Throw a handful of strawberries in your water. There you go. When you get all the way done with it, and you get to the bottom, and you get to eat them. <laughs> Cucumbers. Smart. You know, throw your favorite fruits and vegetables right in there. Um, it. it there's, there's tons of those, right? And there's no, there's no calories in it. You make it taste better. Get off the sodas, watch what you're putting in your coffee. There's a lot of things you can do um, that, again, those small changes add up. Start small. Yeah. They add oh, up. Yeah, that, that's such a great thing you said. I, I'm, I'm writing it down. Start small. Start small. Start Especially small. if you, um, if you, don't work out at all, right? I, I don't work out at all. I'm starting, I'm starting from zero. Great. Walk eight to 10 minutes a day. I just want you to go outside and just walk. That's starting small. That's starting small, 10 minutes, right? Talk, talk to a friend in the earbud. Go on a you know, conversation or listen to a book. 10 minutes, go back. Do it again the next day. Add a couple minutes before you know it. You know, you're building up. It's always, it's always start. right. You're just, you're built. You have to have a foundation, right? So we always start with that foundation and everybody starts with a different foundation. Some people are, are much further ahead when they already come to me. Right. So we're building off of that and there's still more layers we can always add on. There's always more to do or change it up so that you don't get, you know, get bored and, um, you know, trick your body a little bit. But but start small. Start with gratitude. Use that sticky note. Write down one thing you're grateful for every morning. Stick it on the mirror, and just start. Yeah, doesn't matter when you start. Just start. Just start. That's great. Start. And that's a good way to uh, kind of wrap this up. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, this has been 
uh, I can't thank you enough. For me, and you know, uh, I I practice and I live so much of what you talk about, and that that was the the affinity uh, and the chemistry besides mm-hmm. Jersey, but- <laughs> and the Garden State Parkway, and uh, and stuff. But this has been great, uh, and, and very illuminating. Listening to you, and and listening to you, and putting myself uh, in, in that. Uh, pathway and mm-hmm. saying well i'm doing that because you know she talked about that i do that i do this uh and and you know i'm i'm a byproduct of a lot of the things that you talk about and um where where can people um where's your website what is it so they can find me on my website www.ginaperrin.com mm-hmm. uh, just my first and last name you can also find me on all the social media sites Perfect. linkedin instagram facebook i'm sure calvin you'll have that up there i'll for have all that information there um mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you uh and uh i mentioned this to you before uh you can come back here uh anytime uh we can do any kind of creative whatever content wise i'm always here i sit in this chair seven days a week 12 hours a day so um thank you so much gina thank you kevin i i really appreciate it and i will be seeing you again for sure perfect perfect perfect. so i'm stopping the recording don't leave uh um i'll stop the recording we'll do a quick wrap that's a, a hollywood term we're gonna do a wrap so um I stopped recording. Thank you. Bye.